0: Hi, I'm Katherine Delgado. And I'm Priya Kamath. And you're listening to FIRST.
1: Welcome to the third episode of our collaboration with When We All Vote/My School Vote San Diego.
0: I, for one, am incredibly excited for this episode. Today, our guests are Veronica McKinney and Jasmine Chong.
1: They will be speaking with us about how to vote and the steps you will need to take to make sure that your vote is counted. So let's get into it. Jasmine and Veronica, can you first and foremost introduce yourselves?
2: Yeah, of course. Hi, my name is Jasmine Trong. I'm 17, and I am a senior at Mira Mesa High School.
0: Hello, my name is Veronica McKinney and like Jasmine, I'm 17 and a senior at Mira Mesa. We are so excited to be here today. So to start off our discussion, why is it important to create a voting plan early on and understand the voting process? So for newly registered voters, the voting process can be really intimidating and uh, scary if you don't know what to do, which is why it's so important to prepare. You know, when you care about something like a championship game or a big test, you plan and practice that you'll be ready. And voting is no exception. So it's critical to prepare and educate yourself before election day and voting early can help because there's no rush and you're less likely to make mistakes. Uh, We're all prone to procrastinate but voting can truly make a huge difference not only in our own lives but in the lives of our family members and our friends um, in our communities and our nation.
2: Yeah, definitely. I believe that as U.S. citizens, we all have the responsibility to care about the power behind our vote. And understanding the voting process is a lot like studying for a test. Even though you can't get a bad grade, voting has a consequence and it can affect your everyday life. So creating a plan can greatly relieve stress and worries regarding the overall process.
1: So what is the first step that eligible voters must take to ensure that they can vote?
2: So registering to vote is such an important first step. The My School Votes campaign has been pushing outreach for months now, through friends, family, and our schools. But unfortunately, online and mail-in voter registration just closed on October 19th in California and a few other states.
0: But don't worry, it might not be too late. Many states offer in-person registration with some restrictions up until November 3rd. So be sure to check up on your state's rules and guidelines to see if you can still register. So after you register to vote, what's next? I know with the pandemic, people are changing how they are voting. So what different options can voters consider when creating their personal voting plan? Right, so the next step is figuring out which way you want to vote you can choose to um, opt into an absentee mail-in ballot or vote in person at a local polling place. Both ways of voting are counted equally, so picking which way is just a matter of personal preference and convenience. If you opt in for an absentee ballot, it will be mailed to you before the election. Um, All registered California voters will receive mail-in ballots whether or not they opt in. But this isn't the case in many other states, so you may have to do some research about your state's additional requirements for voting by mail. Your ballot, if you opt in for voting by mail, uh, will be delivered to your address with plenty of time to complete and mail, but you shouldn't wait too long because the, the earlier you vote, the better.
2: Yeah, for sure. If you decide to vote in person, you have to make sure you find your polling place ahead of time, which is actually super easy. It'll be located roughly around your mailing address, and a quick search online can tell you exactly where to find it. Also, you can get your mail-in ballot exchanged here if you would rather cast in a ballot in person. When you go, be sure to bring a clear ID, such as a driver's license or a passport. If you don't bring one, you might have to cast a provisional ballot, which is at risk for not being counted. Also, when you go, be sure to wear a mask to keep yourself and others safe.
1: Okay, so now that we've made a plan for how we're going to vote, what do voters need to do to
2: make sure that they are prepared to vote? You'll wanna make sure that you are an educated voter. The ballot will not only contain your presidential picks, but candidates for local and state offices, as well as a variety of propositions. This is so important because many local elections are decided based on a handful of votes. And while the president affects your life on a larger scale, these props and local candidates have the power to change your life through more direct means. Yes,
0: that's why it's so important to take the time to look through a sample ballot and research what propositions and candidates will be on your ballot. Uh, If you can't get your hands on a sample ballot, there are many online resources to help you. For example, Ballotpedia is a great resource to view your state's or city's sample ballot. Yeah, and we wanna make sure that every vote counts. So what can voters do in advance to prevent their ballot from being disqualified? A really common mistake is forgetting to use a black or blue pen. So make sure that you're using a dark pen so that it's legible and will be counted. You should also make sure you sign your ballot with a signature that matches your license because ballots can be thrown away if the signatures don't match or if it's missing a signature completely. And if you're mailing your ballot, you have to check that there's enough postage stamps and it's in the right envelope, so it can be delivered safely. These small details can be overwhelming to new voters, but following the instructions will make it so easy. The ballot actually comes with instructions, so read through everything, even the fine print, before marking anything on your ballot. And then when you finish completing your ballot, read it over and check for any blank spaces or mistakes.
2: Yeah, it seems like a a lot to go through, but being thorough and paying attention makes the voting experience much faster and simpler in the long run.
1: Now, last but not least, is there anything that you want our listeners to take away from this episode in particular?
2: Well, we uncovered a lot of information, but we hope that everyone can recognize how simple this process can be and that all first-time voters out there have resources that can help them through this. We also want to emphasize the importance of the youth vote and of youth empowerment. Even though both of us aren't eligible to participate in this year's election, Veronica and I thought it was super great going through this entire process because it's inspired us and gotten us prepared for the years to come.
0: Yes, I definitely agree that even though we can't vote, it has definitely showed us how many resources are available to make it really easy for us to learn how to vote so if you can and you're taking the time to listen to this go out and do your part vote yeah thank you we definitely agree and to our listeners if you're interested in learning more about how to vote or if you would like to hear more from jasmine and veronica please check out our website youthvoicesfirst.weebly.com they both wrote an incredible and extensive article on the voting process and it can be found there well, that's about it for us today thank you
1: veronica and jasmine for joining us this episode was extremely informative and i hope our listeners uh, that can vote can take something away from it thank you so much for having us
2: we're really grateful for this opportunity
1: and to our listeners thank you so much for tuning in
0: we'll see you next time on first